welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. I'm joined by the wonderful Lisa, who has been in my world for ages, and we have worked together in so many different ways, and we're working together for another year, which I'm really excited about. Um, so Lisa, I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Hi, Gemma. Thanks so much for having me on. It's really good to talk to you. So I'm Lisa, and I run a virtual assistant business called The Minute Maker, uh, and I help small local businesses, so really local in the town and surrounds that I live in, um, deal with their social media and admin just to make their lives easier, take things off their plate so that they can get on with running their businesses. Amazing. I I have so many questions to ask you about your um, your target market and the fact that you focus on your local area. But first, can you tell us how you got into being a VA? Because this isn't what you've always done. No, no, absolutely not. Um, I've done quite a lot of things uh, in my life. I did always start with admin. Um, I had loads of admin jobs in and around college when I um, left university, um, loads of different things. Um, but when I was 23, I joined the police, um, which is usually a bit of a shock to people. <laughs> I don't think I look like your archetypal police <laughs> officer. Um, and yeah, I did that for 15 years before becoming a, a PA. And then it was after I left um, maternity leave after having my second daughter that I ended up speaking to a company about working for them, uh, freelancing for them, which at first I absolutely was like, why would anyone want to do that um it sounds like hard work running your own business doing it all yourself um but I thought well why not give it a go so I just set up I like I chose a name and set up not thinking that it was something that I would um do forever but then after I started working for them obviously I started to see the benefits and I put myself on Instagram and then I started getting like some traction and interest from other people um, and then I had to make a decision because the, the people I was freelancing for wanted me to go full time. And so, yeah, I really had to make a decision then about what I wanted to do. And I stuck with it. And here I am. Are you glad you made that decision? Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. Now I'm like, how, why did I ever think it wouldn't be a good idea to work for myself? And, and you know what? It, it brings with it highs and lows, doesn't it? When you work for yourself. Um, but the fact that you're the one that gets to make all the decisions and um, decide how things are going to be run, I don't think I could ever go back now. No, me neither. I cannot imagine somebody telling me what to do. A hundred percent. Yeah. And obviously with my background, I've had a, a lot of people telling me what to do. And when you work, work in a hierarchical, hierarchical organisation, you know you can't you can't say no um so it's really it's really nice I love it so working in the police and being a VA very different 
is there anything that you miss about being in such a different role or is there anything that you know there's been similarities and you've been like oh wow that reminds me of my old job has there been anything that has been like a real sort of like oh maybe maybe I should go back or what's your experience been like because I know for me I used to work in a job where I was kind of helping people and sometimes Mm -hmm. although I love having my own business I miss having the opportunity to do that and I have moments where I'm like oh you could go back and I wouldn't really I think I would prefer to create my own opportunity to give back and I don't know whatever that would look like but have you experienced that yeah definitely and I just mirroring what you said at at the end there um I I mean I wouldn't go back for all the money in the world um you know it was a great period of my life I learned a lot had a lot of fun um but you know there's a massive flip side to that um and you you know I don't want to get into it too deeply here um but you know there's there's a lot of issues inside um public sector organizations how they're run who they're run by um and the further I got into my career the less I wanted to be in that in that kind of environment um and I do agree with you about the the helping people you know it's why I wanted to join the police before I joined the police I thought about being a teacher a social worker um and actually, it was when I was doing a really, really boring admin job um, where I read the uh, Evening Standard um, every afternoon because there was no work to do, weirdly. Um, and I saw the Met Police uh, adverts, the, the Could You campaign. And every advert I saw more and more, I thought, yeah, like, actually, I could. And I have family in the police, so I kind of you know, knew a bit about it and everything anyway. Um, but yeah, so I've always come from a place of wanting to help people. Uh, and of course, you can really do that in jobs like that, can't you? So I, I, get, I probably do miss that aspect, but I've always really loved admin as well. Um, and when I was in the police, I, I was a patrol officer because you have to do that bit for a while. But I always knew I wanted to be a detective. And one of the reasons I loved being a detective was research gathering evidence putting evidence together making packages for court and uh fun fact I'm a little bit of a drama queen so I really loved giving evidence in court I loved standing up I loved the theatrics of it all and not that I didn't take it seriously (laughs) um but you know I quite like standing in a box and and giving the evidence that I worked really hard to put together um so yeah there there are some aspects of it of it that I miss in that respect but not the long hours the toxic environment the constant um pressure you're under lots of um issues around the promotion processes and everything like that I don't miss that I wouldn't go back no way no I also think it really highlights that you can have almost like different chapters of your life where you thrive in different ways and I think you know perhaps then you were thriving in that role it might not have been perfect but you were good at what you did and now you're in this just new chapter where you're thriving in a different role in a different way yeah absolutely and and you know there are different phases to your life and you know um I've I've got two children now so the thought of you know working in that kind of environment um shift work um all those kind of things that I don't have to consider now and you know I can build this this business around my family and and how that works and you know be in the house and present for for my two girls um and me making the decisions about that rather than being told by somebody you know 
today's shift is 11 uh, is three till 11 and you've got to be here end of yeah yeah it's a massive difference isn't it especially when you've got family and other people that you want to be around um one thing that I love about your business and that I've loved watching from the outside is the way that you've managed to connect with your local community and the way that that just feels very natural to you like and I'm going to ask you how you feel from the inside in a moment but from the outside it doesn't look like oh I'm just picking this as my ideal client because it's you know easy or within reach it's like you really love where you live and you shout about it everywhere and so it's just naturally built these connections locally that have turned into work for you is that how it is from the inside? Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, I've I've lived in well, actually, I grew up in Dorking. Um, my dad was a police officer here, um, so I've always been in and around Dorking. Um, I've lived in some of the surrounding towns, and I did go to London for a few years, but ended up coming back. Um, and I've lived back in in Dorking for years and years and years now, uh, and I love it here. It's such a lovely community. There's um, so many lovely businesses and. Um, yeah, I always say that I make a nuisance of myself, like around the town with the local businesses popping in. And I just think it's so nice to see so many little, I don't want to use the word little, it sounds so patronising, but independent businesses um, just being great. And they all offer what I think unites a lot of the businesses in Dorking is they all offer such great customer service. You can go into any of the shops and meet any of the business owners and they're always up for a chat um can't do enough for you really polite um yeah and, and I love that and it's a real vibe around here um and you know there were quite a few businesses actually that even before I started doing this I was like oh, I'd love to work with these people but back then I was always I it was always like how could I work with them in terms of like being an employee um and now yeah I get to work with them like helping them with their business and yeah it's just amazing and to be able to do that yeah it kind of feel feels full circle for me it's great it's amazing as well because I have never been to Dorking I didn't know where it was or that it existed but we drove Mm -hmm. past a sign at some point and I was like oh that's where Lisa lives (laughs) and I was like that's really good branding it just kind of happened you know it's not like I mean obviously when I thought about being a VA and I read a lot about it it was good to have a niche and all the rest of it um and I, I had no interest in you know creating this huge business with thousands of followers and working with people all over the world um I, I always felt like it was a, a a local networking kind of uh, it was going to be like that for me um and I'm really glad that 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 comes across it's completely genuine you can tell you really can and it's really nice as well to just see somebody who you know how people tend to think of leads and they're like oh how can I warm up a lead how can I make this person buy from me and it almost loses the humanness Whereas I feel like with you, what is really obvious is that you just want to meet people. You want to have good conversation. You want to connect with people who are lovely to talk to. And then that naturally turns into a lead. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's always how, how it's happened. And I'm not going to pretend I don't have a list of businesses around here that I would love to, to work with some of which I've achieved and and some of which uh, I'm not that I'm even working on, you know, I go into, um some of the the places 
where I, I would love to work with the people that own it um, as much as I did before I even started being a VA. Um, and I think like one thing I, I've learned a lot from um, like, like people like yourself, um, there are some other amazing VAs um, doing social media is that cultivation of relationships um, and really like getting to, to know people. And I think it shows when people are commenting, you know, people do it on my post, they probably do it on yours, like great post. Oh, like let's chat. And then they DM you and it's all just like, this This just doesn't feel right. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't like just list a bunch of businesses around here and think, right, I'll better go and do like five comments on five of their posts to, you, you, you know, I mean, that's not how I work. If people put out like great engaging content, then, you know, brilliant. I want to see that. And a lot of the businesses around here, around here do. So yeah, that's kind of how I sort of stay in touch with them, I guess. Yeah, it would be weird, wouldn't it? If you did the online thing in person, if you were like, right, well, I'm going to walk into the butchers five times, then I'm going to walk into the hairdressers five times, because then I'm going to build a connection. And then I'm going to ask if they want to work with me. Like you just wouldn't do it, would you? And I think sometimes people forget this because they're so they really want those clients, which I understand, right? Because mm -hmm. it's the thing that makes your business run. It brings in the money. Yeah. But sometimes you lose the kind of connection element. And it's like, you're so focused on getting the money. You forget how to have a normal conversation. And actually it's those normal conversations that typically convert into something because you can tell when you're being sold to. I was talking yeah. about this with someone yesterday. You can tell straight away when someone sends you a DM and it's purely based on trying to sell you something. And I don't think those conversations convert. So yeah, I think there's a lot in what you're doing that people listening to this will take a lot from. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. And I think a lot of it is just about being about being genuine. And and yeah, I mean, I I get a lot of um, coaches in my DMs and, you know, you you know, when they're building up, it, it's like um, converting by numbers. You, you know, it's like these comments that they put out one after the other. And I think actually when we did the mastermind, we had a conversation about this. Um, that I, I felt obliged to reply to all of these like comments I was getting. Um, and some of the others in the mastermind were just like, yeah, I used to, but you know, not anymore because it takes up your time and, you know, we have to decide what we want to fill our time with. And that's not replying to people just for the sake of politeness, because we don't want to put anyone's noses out of joint that you spend like half an hour then replying to their comments, even though you're like, when's the cell coming? And you're like, you're just waiting for it to come. Yeah, no, it, it just doesn't work like that, does it? No, and I think I would almost prefer someone to like pitch to me straight away than message just me back with and it. forth about the weather. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> like, just tell me what you're trying to tell and then I can say yes or no. Whereas yeah, then I can decide. Conversation. It's like, do I reply? Are they just being nice? I had this the other day and I thought, you know what? I'm going to give this person the benefit of the doubt. And I was messaging them a little bit. And then within five minutes, it was like, so can you coach me for free? And I was like, oh, should I just trust in my gut? You know, sometimes you just have a gut feeling that something's yes. off. And I think you just need to trust that sometimes, don't you? Yeah, of course. Coaching for free. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Well, talking of getting clients, um, you recently got some big contracts, which is very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. How did it feel? Be, well, firstly, even being asked to send a big contract, that must have been quite a, a nice moment. 
yeah I mean I'll be honest it was really nice but it did throw me into a panic um and it was an existing client as well um that that I had um and I'd worked really hard for them for a um a year uh, doing admin um and then yeah they came and asked me to do some social media training um which was really exciting um so yeah I put a proposal together and sent it sent it across um and yeah I tell you, it does feel really, really good. One, to be asked, uh, to be trusted and asked to do something um, like that. And th then, yeah, to, to put a proposal together for that felt good, especially when they said yes. <laughs> it's amazing. And didn't they ask you to go back as well? Yeah, so they've asked me to go back um, next year. They're just looking into exactly what they want to deliver. And then um, from that, someone who came to the training has also asked me to put a proposal to, together for them as well. So I'm just waiting to hear back from, from them. So yeah, it feels, uh, it feels really nice to be kind of branching out into another direction. Um, you know, when I first started all this, I just thought I'd be doing a bit of admin, <laughs> like literally typing people's letters and who sends letters anymore, things like that, you, you know, um, and now I think I said to you recently, I think I'm going to forget how to do admin because I'm, I'm doing so much social media because it's a, it's a real time drain for a lot of businesses that, that want to get that off their hands. What do you think it was that led to you having this sort of big up level in your business? Because you've gone from that kind of, like you say, just doing basic admin for people to now doing quite high level social media and also delivering trainings for lots of other businesses. Do you think that was just a natural progression that you would have got to anyway, or was there anything that you specifically did that you feel like led to that up level in your business? Um, well, I always like to improve and like do more. Um, and as well, when I did start doing a bit of social media for people, um or for my clients I I realized how much I enjoyed it like I really especially Instagram like it, it's absolutely my platform of choice um so when I could start doing that for other people as well um it felt like the natural way to go and then the more I did it the more I used it the more knowledge I, I gathered um and I started to feel more confident doing it and I, and I started to think this is something that I could offer um now let's not pretend I didn't do your mastermind Gemma and that being in that group of women um, and like having the opportunity to talk about what we wanted to do um, and you know having you pushing us forward yeah that made a big difference and really gave me that sense of confidence um, that I could do other things and I didn't have to kind of stay in in this bracket almost that I'd given myself and that I could branch out and do and do other things. Um, and that's one thing I didn't realize about this whole process um, was the, the growth and power you can get from like working with the right people and investing in, in yourself in that way. Y you know, I, I just thought I'd do a bit of this and a bit of that and I'd get a few clients and I just muddle along. Um, and probably probably actually limiting my myself um and I think it was when I first started following you Gemma you said something about you know you can either muddle along you'll get to the stage you want to get to but you you, you know you, it might be like zigzag 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 or you can 
you can invest in someone who's been through all that so that you don't have to and get there in like a much more linear fashion um and yeah it's really helped me like investing in courses and coaching yeah it's really it's really helped the business and really helped me give me that confidence that you know I can pitch a four-figure um proposal to to someone and feel worth it and win it (laughs) yes girl (laughs) I still remember when you messaged me and you were like oh god what do I do (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you were like leave it till tomorrow I was like I can't I can't do that I've got to do it like immediately like that's slightly employee mindset especially if you're in the police you can't leave anything it's all got to be done now 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 um but but yeah I think it it shows massive growth on your part like and I do think like you said and like I said um is that you will get where you're going eventually if you have that desire and you have that goal and you have big dreams you will get there because you won't stop until you do but I think it's that being able to speed up the process by taking some shortcuts yeah, and definitely. I, I definitely didn't do that at the very start of my business. I was trying to Google everything, which it got me somewhere, <laughs> but it was very slow and I could have got there a lot quicker. And I think what happens when not even just coaching, but I also think having business friends as well and having other people that are doing great things and that are maybe trying things that you haven't tried yet. It all just kind yeah. of shows you what's possible and gives you those people to, to brainstorm with. And I think that in itself sometimes can just like shoot you ahead, can't it? Oh, massively. I mean, the the some of the people that I've met, um, especially through through Instagram, like so inspirational and you know, like really build work on building each other up and you know, there's kind of like this little community almost where we like comment on each other's posts and you know, just like always make sure that we're like bigging them up so that they're you know, like recognized and and giving them that input into their content so that not just so it like bigs them up to, to grow their account or whatever, but just because it's so nice to see other people like in a similar or the same niche doing, doing really great things. And yeah, it's really inspiring. Um, especially when you surround yourself with those accounts that make you feel good rather than the ones that, you know, you think, Oh, I haven't achieved that or I'm not doing that because the way they put their content out there is in, has that kind of negative, um, sort of slant. Um, so yeah, accounts like uh, uh, Jesse at Virtually Accomplished and Joe at Ladybird Media, um, you know Jennifer Cooper, Time Saver, and all the ladies that are on the the Mastermind, like just doing amazing things, really, really great. Yeah, and I think Instagram can be a really good place and a really horrible place, but it's about finding your people, isn't it? Sort of getting rid of the people that don't make you feel good and finding your little circle who make you feel motivated and inspired and supported whenever you go on Instagram. And if you can find that, I think it's a really great place to be. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, I followed a lot of people at the beginning um, and, you know, a lot of people that didn't make me feel great about myself. And, and for me, that usually comes down to negative um, sales tactics um, about the amount of money, about the lifestyle, about what you can achieve. Um, and a lot of the time, I'm sure it's not always, but a lot of the time it just feels like snake oil because, you know, people are selling how they've managed to achieve something. And of course, you know, obviously, you all know as a coach, it'll be different for everyone how they get to their business goals and how they reach it. it won't be how you did, it will be their process and the things that they need to go through. 
Um, and yeah, I always felt when I first came on Instagram and it was like, find your tribe. And I was just like, oh, you know, really? Like, no, that's not me. But oh my God, it's so true. <laughs> and now that, you know, I've found all these great accounts where, you know, you form really great connections with people. Yeah, it is true. And it's great. 100%. So what is next for you? We're about to go into the new year. What is coming up? Yeah, it's all, a lot of it is going to be internal, really, um, working like on the business. Um, so I, I've obviously come a long way in terms of um, how I run things um, and the direction that we're taking. Uh, but, you know, I really want to step into it a, a lot more, like really making full business decisions as a business owner um rather than just feeling like I'm drifting along um and I have focus and you know obviously I know what I'm doing um but having having those feelings of like this is my business this is where it's going the decisions I make are mine I definitely want to be stepping into that a bit more I'm excited I, I just had this feeling you're going to do like crazy things and we'll get to the end of next year and you're going to be like oh my god can you believe I did all those things yeah I'm hoping so because I, I get in my own way a lot um you know can I should I um and you know that all needs to be put aside now and uh yeah I'm ready to to make 2022 go with a, a bang you sound like such a CEO right now and I love it <laughs> I have the recording. <laughs> where can people find you if they're like oh my god I love Lisa where can they come and find you um so on Instagram um at the minute maker um or you can check out my website um the minutemaker.co.uk um send me an email lisa at the minutemaker.co.uk um or yeah book a call or just dm me through Instagram yeah especially if you're a small local business in like Dorking, Rygate, all those little towns in Surrey, I'd love to speak to you. I just got visions of all these like Dorking listeners popping up on the podcast because they're like your biggest fan. No, I love it. I'm going to put all of the links in the description thing so people can find you. Um, and yeah, watch this space because Lisa's taking over the world next year. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lisa. Thanks, Gemma. Great to talk to you. <laughs>